would imagine it brought a scrutiny to what you were doing that you would not have wanted. Uh, I'm looking at this paragraph by Zach Lowe. It feels icky to like this stuff, given that I have also called for strict enforcement of illegal screens, but I can't help it. Illegal screens are often blatant right there in front of referees, easy to spot. Um, ditto for those instances in which the defender guarding the screener just shoves the dude out of position with two hands. Overlooking those calls seems to be willful allowance of rule breaking. This stuff that Bogut and other dirty trick artists pulls every game, it's a form of basketball art. It lurks in the shadows in crowds of arms and legs that obscures the referee's vision. It's sort of delightful. Uh, but probably not if you're an opposing big bad trying to, you know, move your body around the court in an exercise of your own free will. So it, it was singing your praises, Andrew, but also probably, I mean, did that, did that bring more scrutiny to you, for instance, in, in, in this, uh, in this case? Not really. That, that's the funny thing. Like when I, when I played with the Warriors and the whole momentous run that we went on even before KD got there, it was it was kind of ridiculous the stuff I could get away with, man. I've, I've spoken about this before, but like, you know, stop short of clotheslining someone, it would all be legal, right? Like it was it was mm. it was especially you know if Clay's hit four threes in a row in two minutes, I knew that fifth possession I could literally just punch someone in the head that was guarding Clay, and the ref would just be so enamored in Clay hitting four in a row in the crowd. But honestly, man, it was crazy. And you, you've seen. There's the infamous Draymond Green clip where he where he literally picks up uh, Marcus Smart, I believe it is, and puts him over his shoulder and <laughs> throws him to the ground, and it's played on like because it was when we went on those runs with Steph and Clay, you could just get away with so much stuff. When I really realised <laughs> how much stuff I was getting away with was once once I got traded and tried to do it on, on a shitty Dallas team, it was like. <laughs> Whistle, 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 <laughs> three fouls in three minutes. Like, oh, shit, <laughs> we don't have Steph or Clay. So um, it didn't change too much, man, even after that article. And, look, some of the refs got on a few things a little bit. Like, I'd usually try to hold the help defender. So say someone's driving from the weak side, I'm on the weak side as an offensive player. My big guy will try to go help. I'd grab their wrist for, like, one second. And just that one second would buy enough time for, for Steph to be able to get an open layout, right? So – I started picking up on that one, but there was a few there was a few other ways to then do it. I'll just try to get offensive rebound positioning early and just kind of seal the guy, you know. So there's always ways to do things, but yeah, when you when you're on a good team, you can get away with a whole lot more. Ah, that's fascinating. I mean, that makes total sense, but I don't think I, you know, you hear about refs wanting to keep the game close, but this is a situation where they're actually helping you blow the game open because they're human beings and they're enamored with what's happening. Uh, I have a media friend who's friends with a ref and he, he was telling me that like the ref talks like this. The ref goes after the game, the conversation is, Whoa, you know, did you see how much clay went off for right there? He was on fire. And it's like talking to a, to a bro at the bar, as opposed to a guy who's actually in charge of what's legal and not legal. But I guess it makes sense. As you were saying, politicians are selected for certain reasons. I would assume that you're probably a fan of basketball. If you become a referee, I just never, now I feel stupid, Andrew. I covered your team. I watched all these games. I've watched every game that you played for the Warriors. Uh, and I never really thought about that part of it. And it completely slipped my mind, just like it slipped the minds of the referees. Yeah, and it's human nature. Like, like I said, you know, the crowd starts rising. It's two threes in a row, then it's three, and then everyone's going crazy. The benches are jumping up and down. They get, they get caught up in it. As much as they say they don't, 
they get caught up in it. And um, it was just an interesting dynamic. When we went on these runs, especially with, with Golden State, you just, you'd have, you'd almost have whistleless possessions, which is unheard of in the NBA. In third and fourth quarters, we'd make those big runs of like 15 to two or whatever. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have a whistle for like 10 straight possessions, which is unheard of in the NBA, right? Like there's always a whistle for something. And that I, I put that down to them just getting caught up and in, in, in enjoying, enjoying the moment. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're trying to create a moment that then has its own.